Hey folks, do you like podcasts? Do you have hobbies? Well, here's the show for you. The Hobby Shop Talk Podcast. Featuring childhood friends and old school noobs, Luke and Matt. Hello everyone, this is Matt and this is the Hobby Shop Talk Podcast and this is episode 19. Joining me as always is uh, Luke, I guess not as always because last episode we weren't joined together, but Luke, how you doing? Yeah, AJ was a little worried you died when uh, when we had our <laughs> other podcast. <laughs> well, I'm here, I'm here, same as always and we're going to be, at least I'm going to be talking, I think I've said this before, but it's back again, so I'm going to be talking some magic, magic. And then I don't know about the last part. I don't know the third one, but uh, we finally read Magic again. So we'll be talking about uh, issues seven and eight. We played some Magic. And uh, Luke, what else uh, you got going on? Yeah, they're also combining. Uh, magic is going to combine with one of our other childhood uh, gems in Street Fighter. They're going to oh, yeah, get that yeah. crossover. So uh, we can preview a couple of those cards. Uh, what else? I read some more X Men. And then uh, some more Wolverine, which is still more X-Men. So. And then, yeah, we read some more, a uh, couple more issues of the Magic comic book. So, And uh, to start off, though, we're going to mention, I mean, we'll see if it happens in, uh, in episode 20, but hopefully. But we've been talking about a new format, just trying to make ourselves more professional. So we have some cool ideas planned maybe for episode 20 with each of the different uh, kind of sections. I think we'll be talking about a lot of the same stuff, but just any more, uh, I don't know if the word's organized, because I guess we do it in that fashion either way, but we have some cool ideas planned starting in episode, hopefully 20. It'll mostly just be the the laugh track and the applause button. Yeah, yeah. For sure. So after we say we- stuff and we'll just have a nice crowd reaction or laughter or clapping. Yeah, we... Uh, this is, I guess, people that aren't in Minnesota that maybe don't listen to them, but I guess they are one of the biggest radio sh- shows. But the Power Trip Morning Show I listen to, they have the funniest clips that they always play. Like when somebody does something wrong, they always play, you blew it! And uh, yeah, that's what we need is just to drop in little uh, clips throughout our podcast. Like those horn noises and <laughs> yeah, weird or- we should have the stuff. Jeopardy music when we're uh, we forget what we're what? saying, or <laughs> we have to go know. look through the comic book that we're trying yeah. to review. Like, oh, what happened? Because we'll probably do that tonight, so I'll get it. Yeah, I was but just so, this is off track too, but so we just got to be unorganized before our organized one. Anyways, remember when you got your computer, your first one, when the internet was super like it was like the wild wild west, and we go on the Yahoo chats. Oh yeah. <laughs> And we were, we were probably terrible people, but we'd get those, what were they like, little audio clips of like Jim Carrey saying stuff yeah, or <laughs> just all those weird things. Anyways, I was thinking of that the other day and talking to someone about it. I was like, that was crazy back then because you could, like, there was just terrible people and no one, like, got, <laughs> no one had to, like, answer to anyone for because you just say whatever you want and then leave the chat room and, yeah. yeah. We actually, I remember one time that uh, somebody, like, took over our computer. Do you remember that? Like, it made them... They opened our uh, disk drive that the computers used to have or something. Uh, yeah, they were able to, like, hack our computers somehow. Anyways, yeah, that was really messed up. And But the thing is, though, now it's actually worse because <laughs> everybody has yeah, access that's true, that's to true, it. Yeah. It's pretty <laughs> much anyways, the same, yeah, I should was, say, yeah. but It was the uh, the best, though, when you had a 
click on an icon and you could like go watch a whole episode of a show or something in between it actually loading the screen of what you're going to look at yeah and you had to connect yeah. to the the modem to and shut yeah, down your phone it. for the evening or however long you're gonna be on the internet yeah. anyways yeah i feel like i have that now and that's why again i think i told that story why i have i opened the store because i had to rent an office because satellite internet is just about that bad i feel at times so anyways uh i digress and so I guess we're going to talk about the first magic. I think you mentioned some, so let's just start off with that. So this year there, there's uh, like four different, uh, I think, sets. Was it four? That magic is kind of doing crossovers. So uh, what you mentioned was Street Fighter. And so, I mean, it's been a couple weeks ago now. I think they released some of the Street Fighter cards. Uh, I haven't seen any myself, you know, uh, Luke. Have you seen any actually, uh, you know, have you seen any at, Lewis Game Shop or anywhere? Or? I actually don't think they're quite out yet. Oh, they're um, not out yet. Okay. I don't think they are anyway. Maybe they are. Uh, I don't usually get secret layers. I just like to look at them and be like, oh, that'd be cool to get, but they're kind of a waste of money, I think. But anyways, yeah, there's, uh, I think, eight cards. But they got some of the, you know, the popular uh, Street Fighter characters. So they got E-Honda, who is a all uh, six-mana costing white creature. And he's a 07. I'm not going to get into everything just because it's a lot of text to read because they all got like pretty, yeah, pretty uh, specific powers and like new stuff. Uh, like Ryu has Hadouken and you can discard a card and do damage. Uh, then Ken is one of the other creatures. He's mono red. Ryu is mono white. And then Blanca, who is one of my favorite characters. Unfortunately, he doesn't have white in him, so I'm probably not going to play him. But he's a a <laughs> red and green. green creature, and then uh, and then Chun Li, countless like kicks. Her, yeah, multi kicker. Yeah, <laughs> we got Guile, Sonic Soldier, Zangief, the Red Cyclone. Who's the guy that has super long arms and oh yeah, calls him pliable pacifist. Yeah, yeah. Then Guile looks pretty sweet. Sweet, he's Jess guy. Dolls him. He's Silencia, so he's green and white. Then Zangief is uh, black, red, and green. So if you could pick one of those as your commander right now, which one is it? I would probably pick Guile, just because he's a three-color commander and has white, blue, and red, which I have a, that pretty sweet Kaikar deck, so I could just essentially sw swap them out. I'm thinking... I would go a Zangief, the Red Cyclone, because that's uh, black, red, and green. Or you said earlier Blanca, because I did like Blanca as well. Ferocious Fiend, which is red and green. Those are more my colors. So yep, those would be be my choices. But yeah, it is cool. I mean, I like to just see the art, if anything, and read the abilities. I don't know about the whole, uh, you know, if I'd want to buy any or play it. But I am excited though. You know, there's a couple others, including Warhammer, which I'm looking forward to. Warhammer. Um, but it does say, so what it is, it's pre-orders. You can do pre-orders all the way up till the 18th of March, it looks like. So that's what it is. And then... Uh, For the Street Fighter, you're saying? Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. then it's 40 bucks, And then I think you can, you know, unless you buy them as singles once they come out. But yeah, you just pay 40 bucks and you get all eight of these. And then they come out July 29th of this year, so... Nice, nice. Yeah, so I, don't know, I think it's, I mean, I think it's cool. And it's more, for anything, it's more of more just collecting or, you know, it'd be cool to have a set of those and somehow display them or something. Or even, yeah, uh, like you said, like use them as your commander, I think is what most people will probably end yeah, up doing. Yeah, just for and, fun. Yeah. 
The other thing I saw, and this is today, so I wish it would have been later in the day. It looks like uh, today at 4.30 Central Standard Time, they uh, were going to get a first look at the streets of New Capena during the weekly MTG show, uh, which I'm going to have to try and maybe go figure out how to watch that. I don't know if it's on YouTube or what, but we'll be seeing some of the New Capena. It's just so funny. You know, we just got... Kamigawa, and it's like people are already now just waiting for <laughs> the next set. Almost, it's like everybody's got what they want out of, uh, you know, out of this Kamigawa set, and it's like, all right, let's start ramping up for the next one. Yeah, it's like I don't know how often they came out, like when Tempest was around and Stronghold, but like I swear we had to wait a long time. But now it's like, all right, it's been five days. I need more previews. Like I, <laughs> I need the new set. Yeah. So yeah, it kind of yeah, loses no. its luster, it seems like, but so yeah, by the end of the year, I think they'll be because there's a new commander set coming out. There's uh is there another D and D inspired one? Uh the Boulders Gate. I believe so. Yes. Believe so. And then the war does a Warhammer one come out that crossover. Yeah, I think so. And then yeah, I mean then we have some of the bigger sets at the end of the year. But yeah, so there's maybe now owning a store the crazy part is it's like i'm constantly ordering and getting more you know it's tough to figure out because uh you know it's good to have stuff on stack but i do see now like uh for example kamigawa it starts to slow down a little bit you know uh people are you know wanting to get all these uh, new cards and then once they get them you know then you got stuff sitting around but anyways i'm i'm curious to see the streets of new cap and i, I wasn't as excited i know we talked about this when we did the preview uh, for this one either, but now after seeing Kamigawa, now I'm going to give it a bit more of a chance because I think, uh, I mean, it's just, you know, magic. Every every set, they have awesome cards, so. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking, too. Like, we're looking forward to the Brothers War and then Dominaria United, but I'm guessing, <laughs> you know, I'm supposed it'll be the opposite. Uh, those two will suck, and then these Kamigawa, which has been pretty cool, and then New Capino will be pretty cool, but hopefully, uh, Brothers Wars uh, and Dominaria are as awesome as that. Uh, I'm hoping anyway. But and uh, any other news uh, before we get into some games that we played? No, not besides didn't you just get a big bulk uh, someone's Magic collection with a bunch of old cards or good cards anyway? Well, well, it's in the process. It's uh, yeah, it's a large, it's a pretty big collection. I mean, approaching uh, six grand, which for me. Uh, you know, I'm a small game store. I mean, it's got, it, you know, that's a lot of money. So it, it's got a lot of uh, good stuff. There's a collection of maybe 50, 60 cards in a binder, but then there's a couple, uh, decks. One is a modern deck and one is a, um, legacy. I think it was deck. And I mean, that legacy deck is, you know, a couple thousand dollar deck. Uh, it's missing a few cards to make it the full set. But so again, this is where I would need Brent because he could talk more about those two decks. Um, but, uh, one cool thing I'm just going to mention for the store is what we're going to do is the, uh, modern deck. Uh, it's, uh, that's all set. It's maybe like a $500 deck. Um, but it's a really good modern deck. We're actually going to, two things, use that for the store. So for example, we have a tournament, uh, there's a tournament coming up at another store and, um, I'm actually going to probably sponsor uh, Dylan, who comes in the store, or maybe both of them, or Brent, or one or the other, in a modern tournament, and they may use the deck that we're purchasing. We actually purchased another uh, Grave, what's it called? Uh, Graveborn, a Graveborn deck. 
purchased one of those from somebody last week. So now we have that. And then, uh, you know, we have this other black and red deck, um, that, uh, yeah, so it's modern. So we might rent it out actually. I, I didn't know that's a thing, but apparently people rent, you know, our stores rent out decks for people to, you know, play at tournaments. And then, uh, you know, I think the store gets a portion of the, the winnings if they win. And, you know, anyways. I suppose for uh, <laughs> for how much money some of those decks cost, uh, I can see uh, that being a you know a good option for someone that doesn't want to drop fifteen hundred dollars into a deck or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So here I'm going through just I'm gonna flip through just a few. So some of the cards though are uh, what we have that Kaito that's from the new set. We got a few Tiamets uh, here. We've got uh, Misty Rainforest and. Couple versions, Scalding Tarn. That's a good one. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's and there's lots of these. We have. Uh, I mean, there's Goldspan Dragon. Uh, I'm not even getting to the the good stuff here that I wanted to mention. I got. Uh, uh, let's see. One, two, three, four different Karns. Two Karn Liberated. Two Karn the Great Creator. Shark Typhoon. Urza's Incubator. Oh, oh Urza's four. Urza's Incubator is a good one. Oh yeah, we have four of the Karn Liberated, uh, one, two, three Esper Sentinels, Walking Ballista, four Esper Sentinels. Uh, we got a couple different versions of the, uh, what's the Phyrexian one we pulled that uh, time? The Phyrexian. Vorinclex. Uh, Vorinclex, yeah. So it's we have the Vorinclex one that we pulled, but non-foil, but then another one, a different art of the Phyrexian. With the Phyrexian text. Uh, Bearing Bridge, Forsaken Monument, Ulamog, The Ceaseless Hunger, Couple nice. All is Dust, uh, Nicole Bolas, Atraxa, Praetor's Voice, which is apparently one of the better. Uh, it's a sweet commander. Commanders, another All is Dust, Ugin. Jeez, uh, I mean, it just goes on and on. A scroll, scroll rack in a go with a gold border, which is one of but it's like a, it was a special. Uh, scroll rack, uh, spawns, fire of Ulamog, a couple of those. Trying to get to the even, I mean, I'm, that's the crazy thing. I'm just flipping by pages of just stuff here. But, uh, what were the other ones I wanted to mention? Mana, uh, Mana Crypt. Oh, yeah, that's, that's a nice the one. Other one. That's so uh, got a Mana Crypt. Are you going to throw that in your commander deck to keep up with, uh, Brent's production? Nope, Brent is already, he's all over. He wants that one for his, uh, and I'm, I'm all about it. I said, I'm not about power. I just, you know, I like, I just like to make mine a little bit powerful and, uh, and more for the fun. So no, I'm going to sell it all, sell it all. But no, anyway, so, I mean, that was just some, it's a whole binder full of awesomeness and then a couple different decks, uh, modern and historic. So anyways, I'll talk more about those or maybe even have Brent come on and talk about them because he could talk about those decks probably better than I. But uh, yeah, so anyways, yeah, that's uh, what's going on at the store. And we've been playing lots of games, but uh, just so I don't have to talk so much, I'll let you talk about uh game you played, whether that's uh, online or in person. I did a couple drafts on Arena for uh, Kamigawa. And uh, both times, of course, me, I ended up doing like enchantment-themed decks, which did all right, but I think I just kind of grabbed like, 
I always get set on like the type of deck I'm going to make too soon. And then, you know, like by pack, you know, you get three packs. So by pack one, I'm like, all right, I'm doing this. And then the rest of the two packs, the cards are, you know, not very good. So like, I have to like change halfway. And then it's like a, just like a variety of cards. It's like, well, now I got to make a deck out of this. And so yeah, I did a couple of those and drafting on Kamigawa has been pretty fun. And then as far as commander, actually just what's today, Thursday. So yeah, Tuesday night we went and I went and played at uh Lewis Game Shop. And we did a five-person commander, which got to be it gets to be kind of a lot of people when you get over four, just because like someone's always, you know, awkward on the end, just kind of like sitting there and you then all of a sudden they got like a huge board state and you're like, how'd that happen? Because <laughs> it's always casual too, so no, you know, no one's like paying too close attention. But so one of the guys was playing uh Sephiroth of the Hidden Ways. And he is, uh, whenever one or more creatures' cards are put into your graveyard from anywhere, you get a venture into the dungeon. So, And then when, whenever you complete a dungeon, you can return to our creature from your graveyard to the battlefield. So he was basically just like drawing a bunch of cards, milling a bunch of cards, and then doing a bunch of dungeons. And then one of the guys was using the... What's that new big enchantment uh, from, from uh, Kamigawa? You can basically bring back an enchantment from your graveyard if you tap five, you know, one of each colors. But he had to leave early, so then it was just down to four of us. And the dude that ended up winning was using that Hydra commander, Zaxara, the Exemplary. Which is a pretty sweet commander, but uh, he ended up winning because he had a bunch of huge green token creatures, Hydras. That he got up, I think he got like 13, 13, 13s. Because he had that Hydra that however many counters you put on a Hydra, you get to make that many tokens with that many counters. So it was, it ended up being him and then uh, the Sephiroth guy at the, you know, in the final. But I ended up just getting pinged out because he had Sir Conrad, which uh, any time a creature is put goes into the graveyard, every each opponent loses one life. So and he just constantly just like was killing creatures and uh sacrificing his own creatures so i ended up getting pinged to death and then so did the other guy who was playing uh that aboon the landfall guy that gives uh counters to your creatures uh so he's uh red green and white landfall commander which can get pretty powerful but it was a pretty fun game it lasted like a, probably almost two hours so it was one of those that just kept going and going and you know but uh, it was a fun one. See, I, I have the opposite of, of a lot of those because I end up, a lot of my games end up being with Brent and Dylan, especially if we're playing Mander because they're in the store a lot. But they have some very powerful decks, as I mentioned. You know, I, mine are, you know, they're good, but I'm more, I like thematic. I like putting cards in there that I like. Like, for example, I have a blue, now I have this uh, white, blue, and green deck, which I mentioned last time, the Galea Kindler of Hope. Uh, where it's the elf knight as vigilance and you know it's for aura and equipments anyways uh so i have that and i at first i had the you know i added i up, upgraded it i did quotations there uh because i mean when i upgrade i don't know if it's really an upgrade all the time because i like to, i put cards in that i just like versus cards that probably make it better uh anyways so I had started, I wanted to do something with that party mechanic just for the fun of it. Cause I kept saying it reminded me of D and D. And so I was going to do that. So I put that in here 
anyways, I've broken that apart now and I made it more focused on enchantments, but, uh, what ends up happening though, is it depends on uh, when we play, play Brent and Dylan, uh, they use Brent either uses uh, his Jora deck or, um, uh, two different ones, but it's pretty, it's like by turn four, I'll have like a land out, you know, a couple lands, maybe a, a small creature or maybe a mana ramp or something. I hope. But, uh, and by like turn three or four, he's, uh, trying to figure out how he should end the game. If he can get his walking ballista, you know, through searching through a Jorah with infinite mana. <laughs> it's always funny because it's usually by turn four. And as it's coming around to me, you know, he's got about 12 things out on the battlefield figuring out how he's going to end the game. And, I, and I'm like, next turn, I'm going to get my commander out. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, that's been a lot of my games recently. But so I've been upgrading that Galea Kindler Hope deck. I actually have, uh, knocked, I think, a couple people out of the game. It's my first deck that I, I mean, I didn't even know what commander damage was. Again, I'm a commander noob. I mean, as far as the last couple of years, now everybody's playing it, especially at the store. I mean, it's, we've been teaching people because it's like everybody's playing and a lot of people didn't even know, you know, they're still playing modern or, anyways, now everybody's playing commander. I don't get, like, I don't get the point of commander damage. It's kind of, I don't like it, and I didn't play with Commander Damage for the first, like, probably four or five months I played Commander until someone's like, oh, that's 12 Commander Damage. I was yeah. Like, yeah, I just did that recently. Like, I know somebody brought it up, but for me, it was just that I wasn't ever, like, uh, for a long time, Krinko was my, you know, I had my Goblin deck, for example. I never attacked with Krinko. You know, he's just for creating Goblins. You know, it's like your, the commander would always be used for something else. Like, I didn't want my commander to die. Like, Prosper, you know, I typically don't attack with him unless it's just wide open. Because I don't want my commander to die. It's for other things. But this is my first deck where this Galea, the whole point is is to put about eight attachments on, you know, him. And it's a 20-20 fr- flying trample vigilance first strike. But then it's doing all that commander damage. Yeah. Uh, so I'm, I've actually now had to, you know, almost remind people too or i grab a couple dice like oh hey because they take the damage i'm like that's a commander damage the only thing i realized though is because that commander damage is scary all that does is put a target on my back because they're like oh man i better kill him before i get whatever 21 commander damage so uh, yeah that's been some of my games playing with this deck just upping it a little bit what else have you played any other games uh lewis game shop i know you were going uh there for the last one we recorded was the Kamigawa. Did you end up going to the Kamigawa? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So we went to the Kamigawa pre-release, which was pretty fun because I hadn't done a pre-release in, probably since Core 2020. So I ended up doing... I I went one and two in the first round because I won my first... The first game because I ended up getting that farewell card where you can choose one or more of exile all artifacts, exile all enchantments, exile all creatures. And then I'll or I'll graveyards or you can do them all. So I got that and won the first game, and then the next two games are pretty close. He ended up eking it, or ended up winning, and then I would have won the second, or I was gonna win the second match slash round, but then it you got pretty late, and I just had to get going because I was out with someone else that had to get back or whatever. So, but since I didn't win the first round, I wasn't too worried about uh losing out on getting packs or whatever, but. It was just fun drafting, and then, like I said, I haven't done it in so long, uh, and then just making a deck out of those cards, and the good thing is, it levels the playing field, so you're not, like, throwing so a bunch a, of meta cards in. Was it an actual draft, like, you passed the cards, you know? Or no, was it was just, the, like, 
It was the draft where you get six packs and then you uh so gotta make a deck out of those. Pack there you go. We call it sealed six pack. Yeah. Yep. So we have every other week is our sealed six pack Saturday. And did you build a forty card deck then? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So yep. That's what we yeah we do every other Saturday. So we've actually since we talked, I think geez, we've had uh, Strixhaven uh, a couple weeks ago. Um, well, I guess now almost three weeks ago, but and we. Again, we're in Minnesota here, so the weather. So we only ended up with like six people. So Brent and I jumped in uh, to make eight, you know, eight and make it an easy group. So I played in that, which I think the first I talked about this on one of the previous podcasts. I hadn't played in a tournament since we were in high school, one. But then, you know, uh, two, I've never done uh, the sealed six pack or you had to create a deck on the spot like that. I'd never played that so this was my so that would have been my second go the first one i ended up playing brent in the first round and he obliterated me i made my deck in like 15 minutes because i realized i had to play at the end or last second to make out the 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 tournament board but the second one which was a strixhaven again i didn't i'm an old school noob and i admitted i'm so stressed looking at all my cards having to make a deck that quickly but i made a blue and green deck i can't remember all the cards i don't have in front of me but I ended up playing Wyatt, uh, my son, who was his first tournament. He played, uh, you know, he's never, and he just started playing, but, uh, so he played. I hope you just yeah, demolished him. <laughs> we actually, the first, uh, both games took a long time, though. The first game uh, actually took a really long time. He got me down to, like, one, I think, and then I killed him, and then I won the second one. Uh, and then, so I went in the second round. So that was my first time, you know, in a long time, even going to the second round. But then I, uh, I think I ended up playing uh Devin maybe I think Devin from the store and uh we had a good game I ended up winning again I'm like what the heck and uh it ended up being Brent and I this time in the finals so the first round uh the first time we played he beat me in the first round I was out next time we ended up having to play in the finals and he was so sure I was gonna win I had a blue and green deck I was able to do a ton of uh uh I was able to get like all my lands out of the deck pretty much. I had so much draw and land, uh, you know, able to get all my land that that really ended up helping me. And I ended up pulling a full art. I probably have it in this blue and green deck, which I know I do a full art. Uh, what set was this from? Strixhaven. Oh, so Strixhaven. A blue and green full art uh, dragon was one of my pulls. And we that's the cool part about these drafts. And I always say, man, these draft boxes, because people, you know, don't want to pull the draft packs. But we pull so much cool stuff at these tournaments. It's like, you know, we one time we had the two gold span dragons. This time, two of us pulled full art. Uh, but, you know, again, we are opening a full box. But, oh, yeah, right here. Thanazir Quandrix. It's a blue and a green and three additional. It's an elder dragon flying trample. When Thanazir Quandrix enters the battlefield, double the number of 1-1 counters on target creature you control. Whenever it attacks, you may have the base power and toughness of other creatures you control become equal to... Tanazir, Quandrix, Power and Toughness till the end of turn. So I was able to make everything, you know, 4-4. Four, four, uh, Plus the counters that they had on them. Yeah, yeah. But so anyways, I ended up, but so Brent was so positive. Uh, he's, you know, I, I had this one, but he ended up beating me in the finals. So uh, that was uh, Strixhaven. And then this last weekend, we did uh, Kamigawa finally, because we got the Kamigawa, like, right after, you know, uh, the when it would have been, like, you know, new. So we just did that last week, and uh, again pulled. We pulled a lot of good cards. Uh, I didn't play in this one, but uh, Dylan ended up winning. So Dylan's won two in a row. 
I think actually. So, uh, anyways, yes, yeah, so we've been doing a lot of sealed six pack and then we have commander Saturday. So that's coming up this Saturday. So we'll have a lot of, a lot of commander games. So yeah, you'll have to hopefully get up for one of those. Uh, a couple weeks ago, we had like 20 people playing commander here. So, oh, nice. Yeah. The kids, uh, hockey will be done here in a couple weeks. So, and I think you're, you're planning on coming down here on the 19th. So. Hopefully yep. get some, we'll probably end up streaming something at some point, either video games or, you know, maybe we'll try to set up a, I have that GoPro you can connect to to the computer and maybe we can try stream our commander game of our anticipated rematch of Kaikar yeah. versus uh, your exile deck, whoever your yeah, commander is. Interesting, because uh, since you and I played last, I mean, again, not that I make my decks powerful, but I've played so much more than I ever did before. Uh, so I think it's gonna, I hopefully I'll be a little bit more competitive, even though I was last time, I guess, but my decks, I think are getting a little bit more competitive as I, as I go. And I don't, like I said, I, man, especially now we have a stocked shelf here at Prairie Hobbies and Games full of awesome cards. And I don't, uh, I don't pull many of those. I mean, I, you know, it's usually just, uh, cheaper rares, you know, that I put in here. So anyways, um, any other magic gameplay? Ah, uh, no, not. I mean, I probably played a few other commanders in there. Same here. I played a lot. It used to be so funny because we used to be able to talk about our very first episodes. We'd play like two games <laughs> in between every time, so we could talk about the two games we played. Yeah. And now I play so many, I can't even recall. You know exactly what happens, what commanders were played. <laughs> Just getting more nerdy and nerdy as we do more episodes. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but. uh all right, well, so then, I mean, should we just go straight into more magic just to, you know, do a segue into more magic? For the, the comic book? Yeah, Magic the Boom Studio. So we've been talking, I don't know if it's been almost, I bet, three episodes ago since we reviewed five and six of Magic from Boom Studios. So this time we reviewed seven and eight. Yeah, so at, if you remember at the end of six, that's when uh, uh, Jaya Ballard... They kind of did like her whole backstory and her connection with that Merritt Lang, where I think they revealed at the end it was Merritt Lang that uh, they were the planeswalkers were looking for. So, yeah, and seven the the cult or whatever that the uh, the church in Ravnica had been getting kind of like brainwashed by Merritt Lang, and they were using. Well, I guess it's not revealed to later, but they were using Jace as like a magnifier to bring that Merit Lang closer to Ravnica. It's like a beacon, yep. Yeah, and this one, so Seven is a lot about, uh, you know, now they finally got everybody to realize, you know, that, the you know, this cult is a thing. And it's, you know, because at first they kind of, because they went back and forth, you know, they thought it was uh, the, I can't think what they're called now. They thought it was that other group. Uh, the Demir, uh, yep, and then you know it wasn't, and uh, so then when they came back and said, you know, told them about this Merit Lang and this evil cult, they're like, well, you just said it was these guys, why should we believe you? Well, now they they believe them, and it's kind of like this all out attack is happening, and what's happening is the the other guild masters besides our you know favorite uh, Kaya, Rail, and Vraska, the other ones are fighting over who should kind of take charge and. You know, who should, uh, you know, who should go, which strike force should attack. And so our three heroes, you know, say we needed, we can't wait around. And so they, 
they uh, planeswalk and uh, end up inside this hospital. And where we find out the reason they're at a hospital is because uh, they sacrifice all those people to gain power. And then it's a big battle across all these different, uh, you know, they go through the different uh, areas like Zoraxa. Yeah, Rick's Mahdi, Concordance, you know, Nivix. And so they're showing all these battles going on. One thing that still gets me, and I love the art in these comics, is just so bright. I mean, I think it fits perfect for magic. Just all the colors and the brightness. And uh, yeah, so then. Uh, yeah, that's uh, when the, the crazy, the cult leader or whatever is like about to kill Jace Berlin. Yeah. Because uh, they had him, you know, kind of sed- he must have been sedated or in a psychic, whatever, trance inside the hospital. And they're about like, they're like, we, you know, we don't have no more use for him. So we're going to kill him. And that's when the, the three planeswalkers show up and, you know, say stop. But, uh, and he's like, whatever, you know, we have, or like, Rail, you're not going to zap this whole place because you're going to kill everyone in here. And then, uh, Vraska can't do anything to him because uh he's unaffected by like her stone trance or gaze or whatever Vraska has so then he's like and then the third one is he's like where's the third one and then kaya you know she's in her ghost form and then ends up taking him out before she can take out jace well it well she takes out jace and then he ends up getting swooped up by uh nif mizzet <laughs> yeah comes yeah, down and yeah. eats the cult leader but if and you look on out- look on that page uh that dude's face is freaking creepy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to see. Yeah. They don't have page numbers, but uh, it's right after he's about to kill Jace, and then like, yeah, they end up stopping it. He has this crazy look in his face, and yeah. Well, it's with those cults. He's like, you know, you think you won? You know, no, you didn't. He doesn't care if he, you know, dies. It's all about this crazy cause. So. And then we find out it's not over. I mean, it was just, uh, they were using Jace again as that beacon. And now this huge piece of ice apparently is flying at Ravnica, which apparently is this Merit Lang. Well, and like, it's, it's been a known, like everyone says, oh, it's a comet. Like it's an ice yeah, comet and everyone's talking about it, but they don't realize it until now. I think, I think now we're moving on to issue eight. Yep. That's really where they're, you know, uh, the, the attacks have stopped, but they're trying to figure out how they can now figure out how to, <laughs> yeah, how we can uh, stop this thing. Uh, so, uh, you know, we see uh, Rail, you know, he's up at a chalkboard doing all these equations, you know, trying to figure out how we can, you know, stop it. Uh, you know, they're they're talking, they're walking through the city, kind of talking about it. And then all of a sudden, another one of these monsters comes. Uh, and then we get a surprise appearance. Was this a spoiler? Who cares? Yeah. We all know they're all the magic characters are in it. Uh, what's his name again, Luke? Tezzeret shows up yeah. to save the day, which is uh, weird because remember earlier in I don't remember if it was issue five, four or five or something, but right at the end, Tezzeret they showed Tezzeret like kind of. I think he was following the planeswalkers as they were planes jumping. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, I remember that now. So now it's like. Tezzeret shows up, kills this whatever demon that was haunting, trying to get Jace. And he's like, I just saved Ravnica. Like, and then they're all like, what do you want, Tezzeret? Because obviously he's uh, evil and wants something in return. He wants power. I mean, it, so 
and she's very uh, this Merritt Lang is very powerful. Um, so he's just saying, you know, he he knows how to help them, um, but he wants like all his he wants pardon on all his things. He wants to be able to go back and drink at the what was it called? And I thought the that was pretty funny. Broken sailor uh, or something? Uh, yeah. Broken, had a funny broken name. toy box. The toy box. Yeah. He wants to be able to go and have some drinks. He wants to be able to hang out in Ravnica, but uh, if that's only if you know, they pardon him and, and he'll help. But, uh, you know, I don't know how much spoiler, but it just, I think, you know, he has more to do with this whole thing than uh, than we find, than, than he's leading on. Uh, so I think it, it ends with a huge, uh, 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 what, I guess, you know, heading into issue nine, we're in Tezzeret's laboratory, and uh, the clock's ticking, he says. And he's got a plan. He's behind a lot of this stuff. So, you know, there. So, yeah, I have no. So I was going to ask you, Luke, uh, that reminded me because in my pull list, uh, the folks at Granite City Comics threw in, uh, what is it called? The Tezzeret has his own series. I've got it somewhere here. I think it might actually be at home. Master uh, of Metal. Yeah. yeah so I. I I haven't read it, but I have it, so we should read that for the next one, because at the bottom of uh, issue 8 here, it says, more of Tezzeret's plans are revealed in Magic, Master of Metal 1. Yeah, at the end of the last page, yep. And who is that? Oh, that's Tezzeret right there, right? Like, they show him, what are they peeling off on his eye? Like, it looks like they're removing something, and that looks like Tezzeret, right? Oh, yeah. Who do you think? Yeah, I don't know. At first, I thought maybe it was Kaya, but it's, I don't think it is. Um. It looks like they have a red beard or red goatee. Yeah, I don't. It's uh, and it's like they're peeling off. I mean, is it something to do with like uh, Nebraska? You know, like something on their eye where they can't. Oh, maybe because yeah, they couldn't get that cult leader because he had. Yeah, yeah, maybe I don't know, but yeah, uh, issue nine, which was available December twenty twenty one. Which I don't got, I don't have yet. So I'll have to uh, see if uh, Granite City can get me that. But uh, yeah, it shows all the planeswalkers. So now Garak's in there, um, Teferi's in there, Jaya's in there, and then who's the big Minotaur at the top? I forget who that is. It's not Tangarth. That'd be cool if it was, but um, yeah, above my pay grade. Yeah, maybe it's uh, the. <laughs> The Gruel leader. I don't remember who that is. He was actually in here. Let me go look. Anyways, yeah. So it's uh now it sounds like Tezzeret is behind a lot of this. So was yeah, I mean what's was Tezzeret uh isn't there a cool uh isn't there a Kamigawa? Is he a planeswalker in Kamigawa? Yep, I don't remember what he does, yeah. but uh let's check it out real quick. But yeah, so yeah, I... in this episode or in this issue, we forgot to say like they're all like discussing like when this Merit Lang's gonna come and like is it gonna be dead? But then is it Rail is like just sitting there talking? Was that when he's talking to his partner and then he's like ice, and then it's like everyone's talking about that comet. It's just ice, and he's like ice slump, like kind of like puts two and two together that Merit Lang's in that ice comet. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. No, it's uh, this has been a really good uh you know because some people were upset like we've talked about this before it was the last you know magic series when i tried this but this has been one of the better just comics in general that i think i've read and 
Yeah, it makes it more interesting. Like I've said, I, and I still kind of want to do that. Like I want to go back and make decks out of these uh, main characters just because, you know, now we got to read about them. And I think uh, yeah, wanna... you should look up the deck Super Friends. So I think it just has a crap ton of Planeswalkers uh, and it's probably, I don't know the exact colors, but I mean, you could essentially have a five color deck. Just get a, if you want to do a commander deck, just get like, you know, Kenrith or um, Sissy, okay. I think is five colors. I'm looking at uh, an MTG Goldfish Commander Super Friends deck. Yeah, so I mean, if anything, it's probably be, you know, super powerful, what? but kind of slow, I'm guessing. Yeah, anyways, uh, you mentioned uh, some X-Men. So yeah, issue eight is the most current one. So I'll just, I'll probably give more of a rundown than, because uh, since it's it's fairly new, but uh, this one has um, Modoc. So I don't know if you know who he is. He's that huge dude that, Kind of looks like Krang from uh, the Ninja Turtles. So he's just like a big head with like two arms and two legs sticking out. And he kind of flies around in like his... Looks like a chair, but it's like his armor. So so apparently he's a mad scientist. I didn't know much about his character, but he's a scientist. And he's creating this uh, virus that attacks your amygdala. So then he was testing it out on a cruise ship. And uh, he like put it in the water, and everyone went, you know, it. Your amygdala, which was a nice science uh, lesson for me, controls your fight or flight kind of your response. So this affected that on the people on the ship. So they all just pretty much went crazy. And then uh, let's still see if I remember. So they just, the X Men came in to help out. Uh, and then they kind of show a brief. Um, so if you remember Sync and then the the new Wolverine kind of had a thing going in there in one of the other runs of X-Men when they were in the vault, which they were apparently in there for like 500 years. But uh, Sync really, Sync remembers it, but Wolverine doesn't. So Sync's kind of like torn between telling her or having like Jean Grey telepathically remind her. And uh, so yeah, they ended up defeating, they ended up defeating MODOK. And then what's the main thing here? There's always something at the end. Let's see. Gotta have a cliffhanger. I know. Oh, so yeah, that's the cliffhanger. Is you know they show a lot of sync and uh, Wolverine, kind of talking about their their romance. But uh, in the end, sync is like, what are my options if I don't want to be in the X Men? He's talking to Cyclops slash, uh, Captain Krakoa, <laughs> and then so sync is kind of like you know I can't. I'm getting kind of burnt out fighting alongside uh, Laura Kinney, who is Wolverine. He's like, what if I were to say I'm finished being an X-Men? And Cyclops slash Captain Krakoa is like, I'd say you're finished when Captain Krakoa says you are. <laughs> so and that was the end. <laughs> kind of now it's like, oh, are they being held? You know, almost like as prisoners here. And I don't, you know, that's probably not going to go over well with Sync. So we'll see. Issue 9 oh, comes out. Well, I read, I, I don't know how many I talked about, I think I might have only talked about the first issue of The Joker by James Tiny and the Fourth, who I talk about quite often. Uh, so in this one, it's uh, it's all about The Joker, obviously. And uh, so Gotham Asylum all of a sudden has this uh, attack and like 500 patients and, uh, you know, uh, doctors and things from the, Arkham Asylum are killed, and it's a form of Joker's toxin. 
So they all assumed the Joker did it. And uh, lots of people died, including uh, Bane, uh, Jeremiah Arkham, you know, Arkham Asylum, uh, some other big names. And and what this did is, and every, again, everybody assumes it's Joker, is, of course, some of these uh, people that died in Arkham Asylum, their families, friends, you know, their, their you know, allies, you know, especially the bad guys, are not happy. You know, Bane gets murdered. Lots, a lot of people aren't going to be happy about that. He's a pretty actual popular figure among a lot of people, you know, in, in the comic. Uh, but also they talk a lot about, it's almost like there's rules, like you can kill people, you know, if you're a bad guy, but there's rules between the bad guys of things you shouldn't, shouldn't do. Like you shouldn't almost like attack another one. You know, it's like they have their own rules between these bad guys. Anyway, so everybody's after the Joker. I think I talked about this. I mean, in the first issue is the whole thing is, uh, he's completely ruined James Gordon's life. You know, he shot his daughter in the back and paralyzed her, which now she's like, did some sort of fusing. Uh, So I'm actually going to say this before I forget. There's so many things. And I think it's the same. You mentioned in your X-Men comic, there's so many different, I mean, there's a million, not a million, but a lot of Batman stories. And so many things get referred to from previous series issues where it actually is kind of confusing. That happened a lot in this Joker book too, where they reference things to stuff that's happened previously. I haven't read all those. So, I mean, I, you can, you get it. It's enough to where you can read it, but it's still like, man, I wish I knew what they were talking about, you know, and that happens a lot. And I think that would always happen when it comes to Batman, X-Men, any of these, that there's so many different series, so many different issues, uh, as I, I'm going to cut right in the middle of my story here about Joker. What are your thoughts on that? Does that bother you and X-Men? Because it's like, what are they talking about sometimes? You know, like, if you don't know, they make reference to little things, you know, and it's like. Well, what? yeah, I know. Now, like, I'm starting to think, like, I just have to start. Instead of picking up new issues of stuff, I just have to pick, like, an older run and then start reading it from there. But then I'll probably run into the same thing. Like, oh, I got to go back another run yeah. <laughs> to, yeah. like. And then is it like Avengers? Because sometimes they talk about Avengers stuff. You know, Marvel is just all kind of connected. So, Yeah, that's the same here, you know, because they'll jump between, you know, obviously like Robin, you know, things happen with Robin and it affects the story or, you know. Anyway, so there's just a lot of that. But all in all, this whole, this. so this was, I think, a six issue, uh, the first volume. I definitely, I was already looking last night uh, for the second volume. I can't recall if it's out or it's on, you can pre-order it now. But uh, so what happens is so the, this lady comes to Jim and, you know, after this has all happened, people aren't happy and they want the Joker gone and they're willing to pay him $25 million, give him a, and he's towards the end of his career here and has no money, even says like, I can make it a couple of years, you know, in my apartment. But after that, I got nothing. Uh, and so this, per- this uh, lady is offering him $25 million and he's, you know, kind of joking like, oh, sure, I'll, you know, go capture the the Joker, and they're like, no, we don't want you to capture him. We could do that. We want you to kill him. And he's the best person to do it because, you know, he knows everything about the Joker and they have this information that he can use. And so we don't know who this is at, at early on. But that's when we start seeing that all these other people, so they are actually part of the Court of Owls. Uh, so they're after him. The Samson family, which is a bunch of cannibals, uh, one of their um, the people at the asylum uh, was killed. So they're after the Joker, uh, Bane was killed. So then they bring in Vengeance, who's Bane's daughter, uh, to go after him. And then obviously Jim Gordon. And we're on this, like, 
there's these island or these these getaways around the world for bad guys so they can get away and they're like off the books like you know resorts where these bad guys can go to um and uh so that's where they get a little tip that uh joker is there well then when he's there you know it's, he's the whole time he's trying to you know decide can he actually go through with it because that's not jim gordon you know, he doesn't kill people he arrests them he's all about justice but you know he's joker's destroyed his life you know almost killed his daughter he's he had his hand in killing his son kind of I, again there i don't know anything about that but james gordon's son was somehow tipped over the edge by the joker and killed himself you know this is previously and so it's like he hates the joker and he can't close his eyes without you know hearing the joker's laugh and seeing the joker and then though it ends up uh when he finally gets his chance, he's able to aim his gun at the Joker. All this other crazy stuff's happening. His vengeance is coming in to get him. The Samson family is there. They all get there. And, you know, then uh, the Joker ends up telling Jim at some point, he's like, I didn't do this. People want you to think that I did this. You know, I would be, I would have left my calling card if I would have, you know, done this to the Arkham Asylum. And he said, ah, why wouldn't I have one of them? So this, uh, it was kind of an off brand almost of the joker toxin because usually the people start uncontrollably laughing their mouth you know turns up in the joker smile and they die well in this case there was no sound so it was like a silent killer and he's like you know that's not his style so he's like you know somebody wants you know you to think i did this and to come after me and the whole thing is there's you know there's a lot of the there's a lot going on and it's uh, not good for gotham city and so uh, it's almost like, uh, you know, Jim has to, for a very brief second, partner with the Joker to survive, but then, uh, the Joker takes off. And so anyways, it ends up, uh, you know, cause again, this is just the first volume. It kind of ends on a cliffhanger of, uh, the Joker's still, you know, out there, they're back. The city, he has this punchline again, which I don't know a lot about punchline, which is, I don't know if it's his girlfriend, I think, but she's in jail and she's starting to still spread the word, uh, kind of almost secretly through, uh, this video she releases. She's in prison. Uh, then we see the Joker and he's, he's talking to this guy at the end. He just said, watch this video punchline kind of rallying some of his, uh, without people knowing it, he's pretty, she was saying like, uh, you know, I was just a victim too, but kind of spreading his word through this message, but making it sound like she's a victim and Joker's kind of proud of her. And then he, uh, he's at this bar reading through all this old newspaper because he's missed all the stuff that's been going on. And, uh, then all of a sudden he kind of blows this cigarette smoke in this guy's face who was sitting next to him at the bar. And that guy, you know, starts laughing and turns into, you know, it's obviously the Joker toxin. And, uh, he, you know, pretty much ends that, you know, it's, it's just really starting. And, uh, but it sounds like it's more than the Joker, you know, it's the Joker's got his plans, but then, uh, I don't know who's, I mean, unless it was Joker, who was really behind this attack on Arkham Asylum? He's saying it wasn't him, that somebody's trying to frame him. And so, yeah, it leads into the next series with a ton of cliffhangers, uh, because, you know, we meet so many people, like we meet this vengeance daughter of Bane, she's still out there. Uh, Joker's now back in the city, uh, with his plans. Um, you know, the, there's all these people still trying to come after the Joker and, you know, apparently there's some other big plan in the works. So, uh, yeah, great series. My two things I noted, so I'm going to keep reading it. I was already on Amazon just cause I was trying to see if there is a second volume, uh, and when it comes out, cause usually it'll say like, you know, free release. 
anyways, um, so I'm looking forward to that. And uh, the only it's my two things, though, I really wish I knew more about those, but it does make me want to go back and find some of those stories, you know, like about when the Joker, uh, you know, uh, shot Barbara or his daughter or when uh, when he pushed his son over the edge. I mean, then there's the whole there's a whole thing about Bane and when Bane kind of took control, you know, he broke Batman's back and he kind of ruled the underworld. Those are all storylines that I think I've heard of, but I've never read them and it makes me want to go back. So that's one. It's kind of annoying, but it also makes me want to go back and read those other series. The second thing I noted was, I don't know if this happens in any of your series, but uh, where they sometimes will change artists or they'll, you know, they'll have like a guest artist. In this case, I don't know which it was, but in the, I think it was like the fifth issue. They had like a, somebody, you know, help write and uh, draw and the art just completely changes. Like I love the art uh, in, you know, so I'm just showing Luke here, but, you know, so that's what the art style just briefly looks like. But then I'll go to, and this, you'll see here, this completely throws me off. And this happens in other series where. Oh, yeah. You know, it's not even close. It's much less detail. And I know, it, but it really throws me off when that happens. And that's happened in another series. That's why I noted it that, you know, either they'll change the artist halfway through for whatever reason, or, you know, they'll have special guest uh, artists. And that just throws me off when the art changes. Yeah, you would think they would only do that if it's like the variant cover. And then you like, then the variant art in there. But yeah, that would be weird, especially if it's a trade and then, you know, they're all combined in one. Yeah. That'd be a little really, weird for consistency, but. And it was kind of like a flashback in this one where we went back uh, to um, when he first, when Jim first caught uh, the Joker and, you know, he's put in Arkham Asylum instead of in jail. So, you know, it's just much easier to break out of. And so Jim pretty much. He literally sits there overnight watching the Joker sell smoking cigarettes. Wait, he, he put him in Arkham of... Asylum or he put him in jail instead? In Arkham Asylum, which is, you know, two, you know, it's a hospital. So he's like, he's, you know, guy here, he's oh, too yeah. violent. He's going to get out. So he's watching him. And, you know, this is the whole story of Jim. And that's all the thing about Batman is it's kind of depressing. You know, just Gotham City is depressing. You, know, you feel bad for Jim all the time. I mean, he... He's trying to save uh, all these people and, and you know, uh, you know, he wants to save everyone. He's a good guy, but then he's his family life. You know, he, he sits there all night and he misses his anniversary with his wife. You know, his wife ends up divorcing him. His kids get murdered and kill themselves because it's a very dark story for such a milk toast, uh, my milk toast comic. But uh, <laughs> anyways, yeah, uh, volume one was awesome by James Tynion and I'm looking forward to the next one. Nice. So that was like five or six issues or what? Yeah, it was the six issues. I yeah. think I read the first one and I talked about it. And then now since then, I read all the rest. So of that the, was a re right review of like the five. Yeah. The rest yeah. of the five. Yeah. And it was a very just glossed up. I mean, the main thing is, is yeah, uh, somebody killed a lot of people. They think it's a joker. He says it wasn't him. And lots of people are coming after him and something bad's going to happen to Gotham City like it always does. So that's heading into the next trade paperback and it made me think of 
I don't think we do it here. I mentioned it last night, but I think for the next episode, we should both prepare. Uh, I mean, I have some here. I So I watched the video in the store. A lot of times I've put on in my store, I have two TVs. I put on a, a Command Zone or uh, what's the other one? One of the Magic the Gathering shows in that room, which has Magic the Gathering. And I put on comic book resources in the back room because I love my you know comic book news. And a video had popped up, and it had the top 15 Batman villains. And so, you know, Batman's my favorite, I guess, as far as at least superhero kind of comics goes. And so I watched that, and then I looked up a couple different articles, and I read, you know, their their takes on the top 15 uh, or so Batman heroes. And I thought, heroes I or should villains? do that. A villain, sorry. So I was thinking, I should do my top, whatever, five or ten batman villains and why you should do your top i don't know if it's wolverine or x-men you know top so many villains and then let's pit those against each other and have the people vote what is the stronger cast of villains i mean i don't think there's any chance that x-men is i mean you got the joker I mean, what about apocalypse? apocalypse and magneto could just take on everyone in the dc universe well in batman's universe anyway Anyways, I saw one, and this also this controversy. So one of them had Superman is the number one Batman villain. I know, and like it's he's not a villain. That's the thing. Like I was thinking about Wolverines, and I was and they like one of someone's lists had Hulk, and I was like, Hulk's not a villain though. Like yeah, they fight. They've had a few good fights, and obviously that's where Wolverine got his origin. But he's not a villain, yeah. so. Yeah, same with, you know, Superman. They've had, you know, obviously their clashes and, you know, something drives Superman crazy maybe and he does something, you know. But yeah, he's not a villain. And uh, spoiler, it's obviously the Joker, but I mean, I got to round out the top, you know, five or ten, whatever it is, and then let's pit them against each other and let the people decide. Same with Wolverine. It's like Sabretooth is going to be his number one because they're, you know, so deeply connected through the years. But or, yeah, yeah. they got around all the rest of them. So yeah, no. So I think we'll do that for the next one, and then we'll pit them against each other. Uh, you know, and it's not. I don't say who's going to win. I think it's just well, who you know who would win, but also just who's cooler. And again, yeah, the Batman. I mean, it's by far. <laughs> we need a game. Remember they had like Marvel versus Capcom. They have a Marvel versus DC. And I don't uh, know if they those two would ever <laughs> agree to it. They're all too greedy. Yeah. But yeah, that but, would be sweet. So anyways, we should plan that for the next episode. Our top, I don't know, what do we do? Top 10. Yeah, top, top 10. 10. Five is, you got to leave out and you'd have to do a bunch of like honorable mentions. Let's do our top 10. And then obviously I'm going to say our top five is our starting lineup. And that's who battles. Yeah, that works. And you then know, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll that'll be part of the new uh, format. We'll probably do more top 10s, yep, yep. top fives. Yeah, we've thought of a few uh, different ones. I think I mentioned to Luke a couple of different ones. Uh, I also want to, I have the complete box set of the Batman animated series from, what was it, the 90s or something? Yeah. And Around the same time as the X-Men animated series, yeah. though, which is on Disney. So I was saying that'd be another fun one to, you know, I want to watch, I've, obviously I started watching it. I watched it way back when, but I want to rewatch it. And then we're just going to debate. So I think more debates is what we've talked about as well. You know, so that would be one, the X-Men cartoon versus the Batman animated series. Uh, so yeah, could, that'll be part of it too. More more debates. Yeah, more we'll do more like controversy. Top, exactly, yeah. 
Anything else comic book wise? I did read Ten Lives of Wolverine and Ten Deaths of Wolverine, the second issues of both, and then the third issue of X Lives of Wolverine or Ten Lives of Wolverine. But I'll wait till I get the third issue of Ten Deaths of Wolverine, and that way I'll just cover two and two. Because, man, one of them, they just, it starts off in, like, Canada in 1900, and then it jumps to, like, Columbia in 1970, and then, because Wolverine, like, it just covers his whole thing. He's basically going back in his past to, like, protect uh, Professor Xavier. So then the other one is Ten Deaths of Wolverines is following Moraine McTaggart, getting stalked by Mystique, and then there's, like, a cyber Wolverine. Anyways, yeah, I'll cover two of those each next uh, next episode. This is way off topic. Uh, two things. Just because I know our good friend Maddie listens, for some reason, I just got uh, in my head, dude, you got a, you got an effing hook in your back. And uh, anyways, I started thinking of that for some reason. Uh, so shout out to Maddie. Did you guys end up playing the forest with Maddie? Uh, we did a little bit, yeah. So that was, we'll talk about that in the games. What was I just going to say? My alarm threw me off. Oh, I was going to say... Uh, do you remember there's an old Discovery Channel where, uh, not Discovery Channel, show on the Discovery Channel or History Channel, one of those, where it was like, uh, it'd be like an Apache warrior versus, you know. A Roman soldier. Yeah. Yep. And then they would have those guys and they were like masters of like, you know, arts and swords and weapons. And then they would, you know, then they would like talk about it and they would pit them against each other in like a CGI or an animated thing. We need that, but again, Marvel versus DC. That would be sweet. That's uh, your million-dollar idea. We just got to get someone to animate it for us. <laughs> yeah. Is it, you say million-dollar idea, is that even like a, you know, it's kind of like uh, uh, Dr. Evil. One million dollars. Well, a million dollars nowadays. Like, if you're like, here's a million dollars, but then if you have to, like, produce it all and do it all, then you're like, oh, I got... $50,000 left. And to take all the taxes, too. I mean, you gotta still, even though if you steal a million dollars, you better pay taxes or the IRS will be after your ass. So, <laughs> anyways, but, uh, yep, so we should otherwise also discuss Batman versus Wolverine. Again, we know gonna win. Well, but... remember the the comic book Batclaw, or is it Darkclaw, where they had Wolverine mm-hmm. and Batman together? <laughs> yeah. wow. wow. I have yeah. I have issue one of that. Wow, that thing, you better keep hold of that one. <laughs> well, tear it in Darkwing half. Darkwing so... Duck. See, that reminded me of Darkwing Duck. Somebody this thing. But anyways, let's, uh, I digress, and let's move on to games, TV, movies, and I'm just going to start. You told me you were going to see Spider-Man. Oh, Fox. yeah, so we, yeah, well, I saw it for the second time, Into the Spider, uh, not Into the Spider-Verse. That's a great one, by the way. What is the new one? No Way Home, right? Yeah. Yep. I didn't see it till like probably two or three weeks after it came out, and everyone was like, "Oh my god, I won't spoil it for you, but it's awesome!" And like they're like, "I was crying during it," and I was like, "Ah, all right, well, whatever." But and I've I haven't been too impressed with these Tom Holland ones. I mean, it was No Way Home was pretty awesome. It was a great movie, but it wasn't like as awesome as everyone says. But the coolest part was having the the two other Spider Man in it, so the Garfield one. Not Garfield the cat, but Andrew Garfield. Uh, and then Tobey Maguire. So uh, it's pretty sweet seeing those. And then they're all, there's a pretty epic scene towards the end where they're like three, three of the Spider-Mans are swinging through to go take on the, the villains. So 
Um, it was definitely the best uh, Tom Holland one. Eight out, uh, out of ten. I would say at? eight out of ten. Wow, I almost guessed you were going to say that. Yeah, I know, yeah. I almost said eight out of ten because it sounded like an eight out of ten. What did the kids think? They liked it. Um, my daughter was pretty, like, she, she's at the age where she's like, did she die? Like, what's, you know. <laughs> so, like, when, uh, spoiler alert, I think we can spoil it now, right? Aunt May dies because uh, the Green Goblin's a freaking psycho who, he's like one of the best, uh, what's his name, William Defoe. Just like his character in that is awesome. Like that is probably like one of the, the best parts of that too, along with the two other Spider-Mans. But just like when he goes crazy, because like he's kind of split between his, uh, who is who's that character? Tyler's going to be yelling at me now. What's, uh, who's Green Goblin? Like what's his character's name? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Osborne. Geez, Harry Osborne. Yeah. Yep, right? yep. yeah. So, like, when he plays him, like, he's just like this calm mannered guy who's just like kind of frazzled. But then when he turns into the Green Golem, he just has this freaking face and his smile and his voice is, yeah, it's it's fun to watch. But uh, yep. yeah, my daughter was pretty freaked out by that. <laughs> yeah, I'll have to watch it. We watched. I mean, we ended up not going to obviously the theater, but I will watch it once it's out because we did watch the other ones. Um, all right, so that's that. What I uh, what I was gonna t- so I'm getting close. I've talked a lot. I mean, I haven't talked a lot about it. I just mentioned it. So I, you know, very r- rarely have time. I would just end up watching like 15 minutes of a show. So it takes me like a week to watch an episode of something in between. Like I usually do it when I'm on lunch or something. So I've been watching Lucifer, and I'm finally down to the final two episodes. Uh, you know, so I've talked about Lucifer. I love the, you know, it's a great show i you know i definitely recommend it i'm not gonna talk much more about that but it got me to thinking what should i watch next so that's another thing i was thinking we should we need more polls i mean polls are all the rage because i'm trying to think of what i should watch next and there's a lot of options so some of them i'm thinking of are do you have go. amazon prime video yes you should check out uh wheel of time and then we'll have wheel of time. we'll have maddie come on for that episode because he's like a diehard the actual books you know uh is it robert jordan or jordan yeah. yeah i'm looking yeah. at it now but uh and you know obviously i it's like one of the greatest fantasy uh books book uh series ever so well that's one i'll, I'll put there the others i had noted already is i haven't played the witcher i have the witcher but that series is supposed to be good on netflix so that's one i have uh that i'm thinking the other is going way off is uh legend of vox machina that's on Amazon Prime, so that's from Critical Role in the like animated version of their show. Uh, their Critical Role uh, Dungeons & Dragons podcast was really... Or podcast. Uh, their Dungeons & Dragons YouTube, series, but it's... Yeah. Uh, it's the, so the... You know, there's different seasons, so one of the seasons is The Legends of Vox, Vox Machina. I actually have a comic book version, but so that's on Amazon Prime, so that's another one I'm thinking. The other is another comic book related, which... Uh, I love my Robert Kirkman, and I have the comics uh, Invincible, which I can't call if that's on Amazon Prime, but that's supposed to be really good animated series. Uh, that's a bloodier one. I mean, just like the comic, but it's, you know, it, it was Robert Kirkman's non milquetoast superhero comic, so that's why I'm all about it. Uh, so, Well, we should just one pick of one mine. of these, because I'd watch either of those. Uh, or you mentioned three of them, right? I'd watch either of those, and I have yeah, Amazon well, Prime as well, so... 
So we should figure out if there's any more, add a couple to that list. Cause there's so many shows now they call it the golden age of TV for a reason. There's so many shows. The problem for me is, is that about 50 new ones come out by the time I finish one, you know, I've been watching Lucifer for, I feel like six, eight months now. <laughs> and so now there's so much more to watch. So maybe that's another thing we put a poll up or, you know, ask for recommendations even around that. You know, I like watching my comic book related or video game related shows. A lot of them. Well, let's put just... a, the three on there. Let's do, should we watch The Witcher, Invincible, or Vox Machina? Or this one you said. Let's throw that in just because you said it. The Wheel of Time. Yeah, I'd rewatch yeah. it just because. Oh, yeah. you'd watch that? Yeah. Okay. Nope. Let's do the other three then. And I would be curious because uh, uh, they're kind of, at least a couple of those, definitely out of your typical wheelhouse. Yeah. <laughs> Invincible. Uh, I mean, it's a very you know popular comic and i've heard it's great uh the invincible um and then witcher 2 same thing and i've got which the witcher 3 wild hunt i actually started playing it once and then i just got you know did something else but i want to go back and see what the rage is about when it comes to the witcher so that'd be another good one yeah but uh and then uh anyways so yeah let's we should throw up a poll and then uh ask for other recommendations too because i'm guessing there's stuff i don't even know about yeah. Uh, oh, for actually, sure. I know there is. Like the boys. That's another one. Let's throw that in. The so boys. There's four. I, All right. I bought the comic. Uh, people are saying how good the boys is. Uh, I can't recall which streaming service, but that's another one that's comic book. Oh, related. that might be HBO. But yeah, uh, we'll we'll look. So, anyways, that's uh, that's what I want to do is figure out what I'm going to uh, watch next. So we should put up a a poll and ask for listener thoughts. How about on your end? Any other shows or TV or movies before we go on to some video games? Well, I did. I, I finished uh, the book of Boba Fett finally. So, but I think uh, AJ and Tyler are watching it. So, or have watched it. So we'll probably, we'll do a review and talk about it when uh, they're out next. Cause I know you, uh, you probably haven't seen it yet or probably don't plan on watching it. So no, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> two milk toast. <laughs> yeah, no, I have zero interest. So yeah, I'll do that. I'll, we'll talk about that when Tyler and AJ are on next. And uh, yeah, I can get up and go to the bathroom or take a nap. You guys can talk about uh, Star Wars. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> uh, next, I'm going to talk about uh, some of this I just learned. I'm such a freaking noob that I watch all this because I'm just loving myself. AEW. I'm caught up on it. Uh, there's Rampage every week and. Uh, dynamite so they do have two shows one's just an hour long which i like versus the wwe and having their three plus hour you know shows a couple of them a week uh so again just i love huge action the other thing i mean they would say it is wrestling for wrestlers you know they're not into the they do their uh what do they call their their promotion their promos or their uh whatever but they're it's not as much entertainment. Like one actually said, they're like, if you want uh, sports entertainment, because they were down in Florida, they're like, go down the road, you know, talking about WWE. So we know this is wrestling. This isn't sports entertainment. You know, so they're more about that, you know, just the wrestling. But uh, last night, and I didn't watch it all, but they just was a huge announcement. So Tony Khan, who's the owner, which I didn't know, he's the son of the owner of the Jaguars. And they also own like a hockey team, I believe. But anyways, they bought Ring of Honor Wrestling, which has been around for a long time, like 20 plus years. And uh, it sounds like, the reason I'm bringing this up is it sounds like we've got a WWF-WCW feud forming here because he dropped a couple shots pretty much saying like, 
yeah, WWE didn't buy Ring of Honor Wrestling. I mean, even so these words are pretty much, you know, AEW bought Ring of Honor Wrestling. Uh, and and so there's a little field go, feud going on, I think, there. And, you know, especially when these new superstars become free agents. Well, AEW, and that's what I love, they keep bringing in new guys. And a lot of them are these independent wrestlers or they're, you know, uh, but they're big name independent wrestlers or they've, you know, wrestled in, say, Japan or, again, the independent wrestling and they make their uh, debuts on AEW, and it's always just awesome. Um, Is Mitch Paradise the on there yet? <laughs> Mitch Paradise, no. We used to watch uh, him uh, at the Wave in uh, yeah, back in the yeah. uh, small Waverly, town of Minnesota. Waverly at the Wave. Yeah, well, we were trying to become wrestlers. Remember, we met with that guy who uh, gave us his business card, and we went and got our our cassette tapes of us wrestling. And he actually wanted to to have John come to a, our friend John go to a, a wrestling school or something. <laughs> I don't know. Who knows? Big John. What was his name? Big Jim, right? Wasn't it? Jim's was Soup or Jim. Oh, Soup. Yeah, yeah, Soup. That's what it was. (laughs) Yeah, we used to backyard wrestle. Uh, We should find those videos and somehow turn them from tapes to YouTube videos. Um, But the other thing I just saw, so Cody Rhodes, you know, got some famous lineage in wrestling, the Rhodes family. He started AEW. And again, it was like this whole with some other wrestlers, you know, it was wrestling for wrestlers. So he was part of the group that helped start it. Um, and uh, I just saw before we started this podcast that he I had seen a rumor that he and it sounds like it's happening. He's no longer in AEW and he was like AEW. He gave this big speech uh, about a month ago and then had an awesome ladder match that I talked about. They were just doing the crazy moves with Sammy Guevara in this ladder match. And then he's no longer uh in aew which i was blown away by uh and it sounds like he's headed to wwe and it sounds like this is a huge feather in the cap of uh, vince mcmahon and it makes it that's what got me to make it sound like they're feuding because he is aew and it's the first big move from somebody coming from aew now to wwe so anyways it sounds like we have a feud happening which is funny because I'm AEW. Again, I like the independent wrestling. I prefer this 100%. And then there's you mentioning you might start watching WWE. So it works perfect because then we can, it gives us another thing to. <laughs> well, yeah, like our- I said, I've been watching, trying to catch up on the WrestleManias. And then I saw Peacock has like, they replay the pay per views. And I don't know, are the pay per views on Peacock now? Yeah, they are. Yeah. Nice. So I saw Illumination Chamber and it looked pretty interesting because Brock Lesnar was on there and then uh Goldberg fought in it or wrestled in it and then a few others. So I started watching that and the first match was uh Goldberg versus Roman Reigns. And I was like, oh, good start to well, it. That's, but it's uh, pretty cool though that in AEW they don't even need like he doesn't have to have insurance. I think they all can get AARP or whatever. And uh, WWE because they're so yeah, old. They yeah. Well yeah. what was awesome is I hated Goldberg <laughs> back in the day because he's like, oh who's next? I can beat anyone. It's like what did he go like 113 and 0 or something? And yeah. I was super, he was super annoying. And so it's kind of good to see him get his ass kicked by Roman Reigns. Uh, well, and then whenever he uh, came out to, they'd always do that. They'd play his music and he wouldn't come out. And then they would show the security in the back and they would pound on his door and he'd have about 12 security guards come out with him. And then the WWE and, yeah. got Gilbert. <laughs> yeah, Gilbert. Yeah. Anyways, so yeah, so AEW has been. Uh, yeah, it's got me back into a wrestling 100%. I'd love to go to a live event. They had one here back in December last minute when another one got uh, canceled, but I couldn't make it. So I definitely would go next time it's live. But 
Yeah, if you get, uh, we can add that to the wrestling section. If you're watching some more WWE, you can talk your milk toast WWE, and I'll talk my up and coming independent <laughs> wrestling league, the AEW. Sounds good. Uh, so how about games? Played any games? Oh man, it was. I just I played. This is probably been a week now ago because uh, we haven't recorded in a couple weeks. Uh, but I actually had some time to play some online hockey. And I mean, I always talk about I get my ass kicked. I, I don't do very well. But uh, I don't know. Something clicked. And I played, I think, four games in a row. Maybe three in a row. But anyways, I got my ass kicked the first two. I think I scored one goal. But then in the third game, I was playing someone. And I don't know. I, I ended up going. It was like. I think it was two to two, but then I scored four goals in a row because, like, I don't know if I just started passing different and something clicked, but I started doing really good. And the dude, which me and AJ and Tyler talked about this, like, he just rage quit, but not rage quit technically because what he did was just stop playing. And, like, so his, I don't know if you, you know, when you play NHL and the guy, like, the, you lose connection and the player just sits there with the puck. Yeah, you it's, can't get the puck away can, from him for the life of you. Yeah, it's actually kind of hard to get the puck away from him. So the dude just did that. This was like in the middle of like, or maybe even the beginning of the second period. So he just left. He probably just set his controller down and went and did whatever. But anyway, so I just, I ended up scoring, I think, eight more goals on him just to rub <laughs> it in. But uh, had your stats. Yeah, I was just pumped that I pissed someone off that much that they were like, oh, I'm a crybaby. I'm going to go not let this guy play and have fun and it's like it's like I, like if i'm getting my ass kicked seven to two i'll just still play it out like good practice it is like yeah so but uh i don't ever want to give anyone the satisfaction of me rage quitting um i will <laughs> say in magic if i'm playing on arena and then like i know i'm gonna lose and then i say like good game and then they like keep bringing out stuff and like want to yeah. like do as much damage as they can and i'm just like whatever then i'll concede i don't know if that's considered uh, rage quitting or what but uh i'm the same way but then i also realize that i hate when uh the thing i hate when people do that is when i'm beating them is i have you know i've got my like my color challenge say stuff on arena and i need to play so many white spells so i do do that just because i need to play the spells and i'm just oh, doing it because you know i gotta play out that thing so well, i maybe... do see that sometimes Maybe I'll like, give them oh. the benefit of the doubt and just let them play it out too. We'll see. But some people, they're just doing it to be annoying. I mean, even in real life, we've had, you know, we call it, uh, I know Brent, he calls it scooping, where let's scoop the cards in magic, you know, when you're. Yeah. Uh, and he, he did that one recently with Dylan because Dylan was doing some stuff and kind of taking longer and he probably could have killed him sooner. So Brent just scooped. Yeah. So I can see it there. But yeah, anyways, I do. That's what I, I do. Uh, Sometimes it may be on arena that they are doing it because they need to fulfill some of their things. Anyways, it's thought of that. But yeah, so I, and I actually haven't played hockey since then. So maybe I just got lucky and that guy sucked or maybe he had a seizure or something and couldn't play. And I think I'm going to, I should give you some homework because I was looking up some uh, video game news because we're noobs. And so when we are professionals starting next episode, we should always do the news at the beginning. I think we did a little bit, but I was looking up, some video game news. I mean, there's been a lot of crazy releases. I haven't played Elden Ring, which is an RPG, which everybody's talking about. Uh, but we've been talking about wrestling, so I think you should do some research and give me your thoughts on the upcoming WWE 2K22, because they skipped a year 
and it the other like, one was so bad right yeah yeah and i and so it sounds like they've really upgraded this with wwe 2k 22 so i'm actually kind of excited just because uh, i know aew is working out a game i'd much rather have that but uh, i'm kind of curious about wwe 2k 22 uh i like like doing a franchise so i don't know you know what that means in here i like a career with a wrestler so i'm hoping they have that well that's the thing i haven't played a wrestling game in ages <laughs> so it's like if i compare it to like wcw versus nwo like i don't know <laughs> yeah yeah obviously the graphics will be way better so yeah but i mean and maybe i could pick up a 2k19 or something for super cheap or whatever but uh i have a couple of them i think i have 2k19 and 20 so <laughs> maybe i'll borrow one from you bring it yeah. up next time or bring it down yeah. when we come uh in a couple weekends um yeah so yeah we should uh just because we've been talking especially you've been talking that next time for some news we should plan that let's each find a game or two that we're excited about coming up uh, I was going to mention in the game, I, I remembered it. I've been trying the whole time that one thing we may do when I, uh, get together, come to your place. And, uh, if your brothers are there is we've talked about, we've talked about this before, but redoing a Madden franchise and maybe doing like on Twitch or something, streaming a fantasy draft. Yeah. We talked about that too, when they were on, uh, last yeah. episode. So you guys mentioned that. So yeah, we should, I definitely think we should do that. Uh, that reminds me, you talk, guys talked about a few things cause I actually did listen. And I LOL'd a few times. Uh, you also <laughs> yeah. mentioned, uh, what else did you mention? Doing, you guys brought up a couple good ideas. Uh, of, uh, I don't know. I'd have to re-listen <laughs> to it. <laughs> we should do that, that draft. Uh, I even called you during listening to it because I'm like, yes, we should do those things that you and your brothers were talking about. Yeah. <laughs> Ty- I'm sure Tyler will remind me. You guys did your, uh, you picked your teams, which... Uh, I think I Facebooked. I, I cho- your team was definitely, I thought, the best team. Oh, for the uh, X-Men draft, yeah. yeah. Which, yeah, that was pretty fun doing. And I think AJ and Tyler more so did, like, who they like. Which I kind of did too, but also I probably picked some pretty powerful yeah. people. I don't Yours know. was yeah. both. I can't recall if it was it. one of them. I think it was AJ was the one that was uh, more of a novice or yeah, dude, maybe. Because he picked out a couple people. I don't even know who the hell they are. Well, that was Tyler picked, like, multiple, man. Because, yeah, I'm like, who are these people? Yeah. <laughs> so, if that's what I got to go against, and against my uh, Joker and Bane and some of those, so I, I guess at least you're picking them. Because if well, that maybe was we'll going do, against... You can join us for, and we'll do a DC draft. That'd be kind of yeah, fun. Yeah, there we go. But, uh... And then no, I'll take Batman else. first. Just to piss you <laughs> off. <laughs> just kidding. Uh... I think that's about all I've got in uh, anything else. Video games, com- uh, anything. Probably a few, but uh, it's, we're coming up on a hour yeah, and a half here. I gotta here, open so. the store. Yeah, go open it up and uh, yeah. All right. Well, so for episode 19, uh, next episode might be more professional, maybe, with some new, different, cool things, uh, including. I'm just going to give a, a, a bit. What, what's the. We just talked about these. What's that called? A cliffhanger. Yeah. Because we're going to have pull list showdown. I'm pretty excited. But if anybody knows what a pull list is for comic books, we're going to have a pull list showdown. And I'm not too worried. I think I can it's pull be... so many lists, though. That's the thing. <laughs> uh, anyways, so until next time, uh, you know, go find it. Go find a game. Go find a comic book and read it. But just, uh, yeah, go go play some games. 